You're now listening to Self-Dialogue with your host, Penelope, right here on 88.9 The Bridge at 4 p.m. every Tuesday. I talk about social media, study habits, and also get the chance to speak with a lot of my friends and people I look up to. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week. This is Self-Dialogue. Welcome to episode three of Self-Dialogue. For this week's episode, I have a very special interview planned. I have with me Kyle Mosler, head coach of the Mercer Island Drill Team. And as a member on MIDT, I have to say that Kyle is truly an incredible coach. Kyle Mosler, the Mercer Island Drill Team head coach, joins me to talk about his experience as a dancer and as a coach. Before coming to the island, he went to the College of Arts at the University of Florida, where he earned his Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in dance performance and also was considered a university scholar. Kyle studied under Jermaine and Patrick Acogni at the Ecole de Sable, a dance school in Senegal. He came to Mercer Island to coach the drill team and has been doing an incredible job for three years now, currently working on his fourth year. Kyle, welcome to the radio station and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's very <laughs> fancy in here. I'm yeah. loving it. So great having you here. You're one of the people that like I really wanted to interview because I know Aww. you have like you're so positive and everything you do is just so great in terms of like drill and now you're working at the counseling center. So Aww, I'm really glad. That means a lot. <laughs> it's been really, really great. I yeah. appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about your dance experience as a kid. And also, have you always known that you like wanted to be in the dance industry? No. Um, actually, as far as dancers are concerned, I started dancing really late. I didn't find dance until high school. I moved away from where my middle school was. So I started high school in a new city where I didn't know anybody. Long story short, met a best friend just on the bus ride to high school. And she would always go into the dance room in the morning before mm-hmm. school started. And I would follow her there. You just watching her kind of like work on her dance projects and all that kind of like ignited my love for dance. So I took my first dance class in high school. We had a full dance program at my high school in my second semester of my freshman year and then tried out for my dance team at the end of my freshman year and made it on my dance team for my sophomore year. I was the first boy on my program. So I started very late because, you know, usually with dancers, you start very young. You're taking all the studio classes. You either start competitive or you end up on some type of team. But yeah, I started dance really late. In Florida, you went to high school or somewhere else? No, yeah, I was born and raised in Florida. Um, I'm from a really small city called Lake Helen, very close to Daytona Beach, to kind of put that on the map for people who know a little bit about Florida. And then I moved out here. When I graduated college, I knew I wanted to leave Florida. It was just Mm. not my vibe. (laughs) But I didn't know where I wanted to go. I was in my final semester at the University of Florida, Mm. and I was actually in some type of class I could take instead of light and sound. It was kind of like technology integration into dance and it was a little over my head at the time (laughs) so my friend and I weren't paying much attention and I was talking about where I was gonna go after college because Mm -hmm. I knew that I didn't want to stay in Florida and while I was in college I got to go on a lot of trips Mm -hmm. Um, I went to New York a few times to perform and teach I went to Atlanta DC I went down to Miami and just none of those cities spoke to me yeah so I was kind of sitting in that class with my friend telling her these things and saying I really didn't know where I was gonna go Mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to leave Florida and she said I think that you would love Portland. And I was like, Portland what? I've never I've never heard of Portland. What is this yeah. place? And she was, of course, talking about Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I went there for my final spring break in college before I graduated, and I fell in love with it. And I moved out there in 2016. At that time, I also auditioned for a dance company, but I was an apprentice. So I was dancing for free, <laughs> and I needed money. So I started working a retail job. 
that I grew through really fast. I was I started out as like a receptionist, and then I went into management, and then into um, district management. And so I moved out here permanently into Portland in 2016, and then in 2018, that job I was with, I had a promotion opportunity to move up here to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I've been in Seattle since 2018, okay. Portland before that, but out of Florida since 2016. Okay, very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also want to like dive deeper into your college experiences yeah. because I mean, when I heard about Senegal, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Like, I was, like, so caught off guard, but that's really cool that you went to another country and you studied dance, right? I did, yeah. So what were your experiences there, and how has that helped you on Mercer Island, like, coaching the drill team, and how have you taken those experiences to apply to here? Yeah, oh, man, it was such an amazing experience. Um, I was in Senegal for six weeks from, like, mid-July to uh, late August. Mm -hmm. I actually spent my 21st birthday in Senegal. That's so cool. Um, So I got the opportunity to do that through one of my professors who's really deeply involved with Germaine Cogni in Senegal. Um, Germaine has a school, L'Ecole de Sables, that in French it means the School of Sand. I applied for a scholarship to go there because she was doing a lot of really amazing contemporary work. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, I was really I was really driven by choreography. That was what I was most yeah. excited about yeah. doing. And what I was most excited about with that opportunity was was just when people think of the continent of Africa, people often squish all of those countries together. There's 55, at the time that I did my research, there was 55 countries mm-hmm. in Africa. And the more that I paid attention to that continent, the more that I was doing research on the art that was coming out of there, the more I realized how underestimated and how misunderstood the continent of Africa yeah. was. You know, like people talk about like wanting to go there or visit there or knowing someone from there. And to put that into perspective, it's, it's like saying I know someone from North America. It's like, oh, well, so. <laughs> So are they from Canada? Are yeah. they from Florida? Like, that, that, there's that's such a big area to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to talk about. And I was just really kind of obsessed with that, the concept of it being so misunderstood. And the more that I researched Jermaine and, and all the work she was doing, her contemporary work really spoke to me. Yeah. So I found this program that she was doing, and it was called Crisscrossing Traces. And the idea was that she brought people from all over the world. So there were about 60 dancers at this, this six-week workshop. And you were chosen to be part of that? Yeah, so I applied to be a part of it and I was only one of three people from North America two from the United States and one from Canada Uh and everyone else was from everywhere else we covered every continent besides Antarctica it was amazing and the the things I found myself gravitating towards there just on like a social aspect was like okay who can speak English (laughs) who who can I talk to I made really good friends with a girl named Kenzie who was from England Mm -hmm. and uh, we shared so much you know about just like the different words we would use for things and found a lot of comfort in the people that I could connect with on the, in that way. But we danced for six days a week. It was two classes a day and each class was four hours. So it was about eight hours of dancing a day and it was all outside and it was also in summer oh <laughs> in gosh. West Africa. Yeah. I lost so much weight in that <laughs> six weeks just because I was sweating and dancing so much. Germaine also coined her own dance technique. So mm-hmm. she also has like her own, like we have ballet, we have modern, we have tap jazz. She has a cogni technique and it's rooted in modern dance, but also in traditional Senegalese dance that she grew up doing. So we spent a lot of time studying her dance methods, but also spent a lot of time choreographing. And there's something 
something so amazing about being really far from home mm-hmm. and going through that homesickness, going through the culture shock of being in a different environment, but also being around a bunch of people who are in the different environment. So you're finding yourself trying to intermingle with the Senegalese natives, yeah. but also intermingle with people who are from Japan mm-hmm. and from Germany and, and all over the place. It was really incredible. I got to do a lot of my own choreography while I was there. I got to tour around and see a lot of, of Senegal while I was there. And I actually made a documentary with my time there. And what I was really focused on was just the contemporary dance work that was coming out of Africa as a whole yeah. because I had access to mm-hmm. people from so many different countries within the entire continent. So I got to ask them, you know, what is it like being a contemporary dance maker in your country? And, and is it accessible? And is there is there a lot of a lot of artists doing what you're doing? So it was a really incredible experience. It was the first time I had ever left the country. Um, wow, straight it, into straight to West end. Africa. Yeah. yeah, my mom was quite nervous about that one. Mm-hmm. I was I was 20. I turned 21, like I said, in Senegal. So yeah, I went from having only traveled up and down the East Coast to jumping over the ocean and yeah. and, and going to Senegal. It was a very long flight. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was incredible. We were in um, bungalows where we were all mixed up with different people. So I had one person who actually was from Senegal. Mm-hmm. He actually lives in New York now. Um, and then I had another person from Tanzania. And those became some of my closest friends because we were spending, you know, the early morning and the late nights together, as well as all of those classes. Just completing that journey, mm-hmm. going from the concept of oh, I, I'm going to apply for this scholarship and see if I if I can go to this workshop. It was one of those things where like you apply for it and you're like, well, we'll just see what happens. And then you get it and you're like, okay, well, now it's actually possible. Yeah. All the way to like booking that flight, right? And that's when it really feels real. <laughs> So, like, not only did I learn so much about what artists throughout Africa are making and how just unincluded in the conversation of dance arts they are, how sad that is because there's so much beauty and and intelligence coming out of at least Germain's school, but also Mm -hmm. from just all the other dance makers that I met while I was there. There's so much art happening that's being ignored by the Western side of the world. But being young and, and and that ending up being my first big journey away from the States, it really emboldened me that anything was possible. Yeah. Such a cliche <laughs> thing to say, but when you complete something like that and and you get back home and you're like, "Wow, I I get to talk about this for the rest of my life," right? right? And it becomes like a really cool talking point and and I never get tired of talking about it because it really was just every day, every single thing you're coming across is new, you know, yeah. from the food I was eating mm-hmm. to the languages I was hearing to the way the bathrooms look, <laughs> to every little detail. And so what I brought back from that more than anything was just knowing that I could do anything and forgiveness, not permission as well. Just like bulldozing into whatever it is that I want in life. And it's truly possible to get what you what you want done, even if if it seems like a pipe dream. You take one step at a time and the next thing you know, you're you're living that dream, that project that you wanted. And I really hope that I bring that level of confidence and possibility to you guys in daily practice until you actually get to experience something like that for yourself and say, wow, I really did that. And it came from an idea. And now here I am getting to do that thing. My college program in general was very much like that. Mm-hmm. Like they were constantly like they had their hand on my back running with me going like, go faster, go harder, do the thing, make a mess. Don't ask permission, figure it out later. I've really gone through life a lot yeah. that way. And that's what I want the people that I get the privilege to coach or to interact with to feel from me is just like that wind behind your back saying like, go for it because it'll sure. pay off either way. You mentioned being able to do anything and that 
energy that you took from that experience and i've definitely seen that like in our drill practices like <laughs> you can like push people in like the best way possible and it's honestly so great because like there are many times even if it's like the smallest thing like oh like i can't get this one skill it's so great to have that energy behind you that's like you can do this even if it totally. takes a long time yeah right it can you can totally get there and i love how what you learn there is like put into our practice and i definitely notice it and i'm sure that's everyone awesome. else also does which yeah. is so great it, i still am quite an impatient person mm -hmm. i have to remind myself of this many times mm -hmm. especially when it's not related to to teaching coaching or dance the things i'm most passionate about some of the things that are more like monotonous in life where i have to remind myself it, i might not get this in the first try or this might not happen in one day you know and there's patience there but there's mm -hmm. also the perseverance yeah. of of just keeping going because even if you don't get to the goal that you're reaching for the things that you learn along the way and the mental toughness that gives you is worth that journey regardless yeah. of the outcome i mean every single aspect that you bring to practice is always giving people that perseverance that they need but so many people look up to their coaches right i yeah. mean there's like your coach is someone who you'll remember for a long time especially if you're gonna be with them for like four years of high school right and totally it's like, and it's so great to like have that positive experience with your coach and to have that relationship these are very formative years yeah. and high school is one of those things whether it's a good or bad experience it sticks with you certain things you'll be like oh my gosh i totally forgot about that you'll flip through your yearbook and you'll be like oh my god i can't believe this or that that i just totally forgot but there's other things that you'll never forget right and going back to you know me in high school having never danced before not even lost my baby weight yet <laughs> and i still have her phone number i still have her email and i know i can call her anytime but like the dance teacher at my high school heather gleason she changed my life by giving me a chance to be in her dance program as the first boy mm -hmm. when she knew that was going to cause waves which it did and knowing that i was brand new to dance she gave me a chance because she saw the potential yeah and i'm so honored to be able to give that back to people you know when i was in high school and even going through college as as a dance major i was like this yeah. is what i want to do i want to teach dance and you know what i what i skipped over when i talked about moving out here and that job and that promotion that brought me out to seattle and and that apprenticeship that i had that apprenticeship didn't last very long mm -hmm. and there were a good five plus years that i was not dancing at all i wasn't teaching i wasn't watching dance i wasn't practicing at home i wasn't stretching there just a few short years maybe even like a year and a half ago maybe just a year ago i struggled to touch my toes like i had gotten so far from my dance world and it was one of those things where like the more years went the more time went by the more i became complacent with the idea that my time with dance was just over that's when a friend of mine visited from college that i went through the dance program with she she lives in tennessee and she came out here to seattle to see me and there's actually a couple of other people from my mm -hmm. my dance program that live out here in Seattle that I just don't talk too much um, but when she visited we all decided to rent a dance studio and to just like jam out together and to just see what happens and I was filled with so much joy and I hadn't danced in so many years but like I, I warmed up and I just let loose and it was that moment that reminded me that dance is too important for mm -hmm. me to let it go and the next thing I did was looking for opportunities where I can get back in it and that is where I found the job opening at Mercer Island High School. So this job as a coach was like the first time that you got back into yeah. 
the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, that's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, you know. So I think about like this year in particular, where I've been much more active with you yeah, guys. Like, sure. <laughs> this is the most active and the most capable in the mm-hmm. dance world that I've been in many years. And you know, there's so much that I do behind the scenes, of course, to keep the program running. But all of it brings me so much joy. You know, like yeah. this year especially, I know that I give so much, so I can't quite call it selfish. But it almost feels like I'm getting away with something <laughs> that I get to do this and be paid for mm-hmm. it because Drill Team is absolutely like the number one thing I've got going in my life. It makes me so happy. I mean, Drill Team is and will be like the highlight of high school for me. For Aww, sure. And I'm so amazing. excited to like see where it goes. And especially this year, like there's been so much progression in like what totally. we do compared to last year, for example. Yeah. And I'm like loving where everything's going. It's so much more like you learn now that you're more involved. I feel like I've learned so much more. Like, Good. I mean, Alice Con turns. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I could not do that. And last you're year. incredible at them, by the way. <laughs> Let me just take a moment to say if you haven't seen Penelope's Alice Con turns, just ask her to pop them out in the hallway. Maybe she just will. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Like, that right there is the epitome of what brings me joy. Mm-hmm. I want to see my dancers get more confident. I want to see you all become closer as a team. And I definitely see that happening happening but I would be lying if I didn't say that I spend all this time strengthening you and talking about technique because watching you go from having no clue what an Alice Con turn is to being able to whip out four (laughs) you don't even understand how incredible that is like that growth is just it's it's unheard of and and I know that it has to do with what I'm offering you Mm -hmm. guys and that brings me so much joy it brings me joy to know that (laughs) I've made that progression over like a couple months totally and I didn't even know if that could happen like last year I was just attempting like fuetes maybe like in my room <laughs> like I'm just gonna try this see how it goes we'll see what happens and now you dive deeper into each skill with like the knowledge you know and like seeing other people how they do it and instead of like just practicing it in your room because you saw it in like a dance mom's <laughs> video or something totally. like Maddie Ziegler doing like 20 of them I'm like okay right. we'll just see how this Goals. works <laughs> yeah. and so it's so great to know those specific techniques in order to get a skill and to know that like it's not just being on your tippy toes and like doing like 12 (laughs) turns in a row it's more than that and I feel like that's something that people don't really understand when they see dance because the whole point of dance to make it look easy right yes what everyone says but it's like you don't know what's gone behind that years of practice for some people hours and and hours yeah absolutely just to end things off what advice would you give to any athlete or dancer who's maybe not motivated my impulse answer is to find your why mm-hmm. find your why is it are, are you know are you a part of a group and maybe your why for a little while is that you want to be good for your teammates mm-hmm. is your why that you know in a couple of years you want to try out for a certain thing you know um sometimes I think people have a hard time like looking at a really long far away or big goal and I think if you just start with your why and and make small progressions towards that why or find smaller goals that you can step towards instead of a bigger goal, it makes a big difference. Yeah. I think that when my friend came and visited me and I had that revelation about dance in general, like that really solidified to me that my, my life why is to teach dance. Mm-hmm. And through that, I can teach confidence. I can teach athleticism. I can teach proper form and posture. And those are things that are going to stay with you forever like Mm -hmm. I constantly get commented on like my posture and that's something that I learned through dance you know 
there's so many other small things you can learn through the art and the, and the sport also of dance. I, I truly think everybody has a place in dance, yeah. whether it be on drill team, whether it be in studio, or whether it just be doing videos on your own at home for TikTok. It's all dance, yeah. and and I think that everybody has a home in that. So find your why, and and also it's okay to take a break sometimes. I think mm-hmm. that I needed that time away to have a very emotional and fulfilling return to dance yeah. a few years later when I was ready. It's always okay to take a break. Yeah, I know that I had a small little break. I think it was, I was like eight years old when I stopped dancing in California. Mm-hmm. From I started dancing at two and then I stopped when I was eight and then I moved here and I completely lost like my whole dance experience and I lost everything. I forgot how to like hold the bar in ballet. Like yeah. do you like put your thumb underneath? Like I went It is back not like my, riding a bike. Oh yeah, like <laughs> you, I went back to my first ballet class in like sixth grade and I was like, I forgot everything. Yeah. But it was so great to like have that time to come back. Drill definitely gave me that experience as well and it's like added to that because I took classes at a studio on the island but then after that the studio ended up closing down Mm -hmm. and so then I was like what am I gonna do like I went to all three drill clinics and I was like okay I think I'm gonna do that (laughs) hopefully I make it so that that can be how I like continue dance and look at you now (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) I'm here drill has like given me that experience that I've always wanted so. I love that. That means so much to me, and it's why I'm here. Well, thank you so much for being here and also being here, like, on Mercer Island and, like, <laughs> being the coach. It's been so great. As, like, my first coach, it's genuinely been, like, the best experience of ever. Oh, it is truly, truly an honor. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Self Dialogue. Tune in next week for another episode either on 88.9 The Bridge or on Spotify. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week and have a great rest of your day.